0: it's craggie's Khan of rugby podcast we're in the stadium here in brave i'm sitting beside Niall Packishield um, in the press box as we're ready to rock and roll on Galway Bay but Niall it's, it's
1: looking like a perfect night for a game of rugby oh man what a night for a game now it's cold but that pitch looks spectacular it's a really 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 good nick um, it's not good up at all uh, there's no wind it's cold like, like you were saying but um, yeah I think it's going to be a great night great night for a game hopefully we'll see a cracker
0: yeah, much like the last one that was here, very similar conditions. Uh, thirty eight twenty one or thirty eight thirty one. It was the end, and hopefully we'll have a similar result with a, a bonus point win for Connacht. Who are you looking at for specifically tonight from a Connacht point of view?
1: Uh, young Murray in the second row. Darren Murray. Uh, delighted to see him. Can we see Samuel going? With actually, he was so late. He was laid out onto the pitch there I thought he'd uh, got a bit of a knock or something delighted he's there just to see these young fellows get a go um, you know I really think they have an awful lot to offer so uh, yeah yeah, happy about that now
0: excellent I'm just looking on the monitors here and there's a lot of uh, quite a few of the kind of clan are here um, they're, they're on the TV monitors now I'm not sure they're aware of that but there must be nearly 100, 100 of them around so um, we should get to hear them at some point during the night and actually I was down chatting to them a little while ago so let's hear what they have to think about this game we're down. It's what an hour or so before kick-off. We're down in the uh, bowels of the stadium in Breve What are we expecting, John? I think we're expecting a bit of crack out
2: there. I think I think that the Bundy Sammy, Paul Boyle, um, Peppy, they've got a bit of fun. I maybe high-scoring, but I do think we've enough to win it. Um, I said that with a few points in me, but I do think <laughs> we still
0: have enough to win it. Okay. Well, the question is, did you put money on it?
2: At the odds they're going, on, I know we we message you online. not, you couldn't no, not at no, all. No. Three to one on no, and it's funny that two weeks in a row, yes, we've been odds on favourites. Which in my short twenty-eight years here in life, I we haven't it's, no, it's it's crazy odds. Couldn't bet, um, but I do think we've enough. Bundy back is huge. Yes, I do think the fit is, is Sammy. Their wings are probably between dodgy. No. I think um, we take them. Adam, as Shane said, Adam Bourne could be a man that could. Really turn on the F tonight and slate and take them on and fifteen minutes, first few minutes if you're gonna hold them, take them on. Yeah. If he has scored them twice or set pieces good, so onwards and uppers.
0: Exactly, exactly. Shane, you're feeling feeling the same?
3: Yeah, it's same same. It's literally I said we can go out there I think the boys can do very good tonight, um if they keep the head screwed on.
4: Final word from Pinky. I've been analysing their line out, Alan, and they're going to be using a big net. I hope our guys are prepared for that. Is all I'm saying. Before, before we finish up, you have to give Niall his due here. You've got Tain you've the
0: got picture. the beautiful, you've got the beautiful green shoes worn by leprechauns no doubt, yeah. followed by the fabulously ironed like look at that sharp iron trousers there. Always got the oh, green yeah, light Biffo's lime green in socks. Fifo's got involved, but it's it's this camel skin fabulous <laughs> green I assume it's a camel skin coat. Where did that come
3: from? Azos. <laughs> I actually was so close to actually buying two women's coats and getting a dressmaker at home to stitch them for myself. And then seeing this, it's like, I had to get it. But it's such a a colour match
0: to the actual suit as well. It's it's perfect. Have a look at that social media, folks. ASOS doesn't do it justice. Okay, I have to say, I'm I'm looking forward to Adam Byrne continuing his record of, I think he scored seven tries in 11 European games, including last week for Connacht, and I'd love to see him get another one or two here tonight, because um, I'm just looking at himself, and, and uh, Jimmy Gilgallon are pretty big men, and I don't think the brief lads are quite that tall.
1: They don't look as they don't uh, look like maybe they aren't as physical, um, a lot of French wings, or a lot of the t- wings that the French use, unless they're Fijian, tend not to be that physical, so... Um yeah, yeah, i yeah, will really look forward to seeing Adam Byrne. Hopefully, he gets, uh, gets a bit of a few high balls he can contest because he's, um, look at him out there, he's some athlete. All
0: right, okay, we're, we're about uh, 15 minutes to kick off. It's now gone down to one degree centigrade. Let's hope it doesn't freeze too hard while we're sitting here uh, doing our commentary. But um, yeah, we'll talk again at halftime because I won't get to talk to you at 20 minutes because I'm actually commentating on Galway Bay tonight. So, uh, but we will talk to you at halftime
4: it's picked up by hawkshaw hawkshaw's pulled down he's got over the he's turned on his back i think on the line and he has got over the line marmion feeds it to tom daly tom daly yes. is in for the try nice work by daly he turned back inside as he got the try got the touchdown that is good physical play marmion has got it out it's a bit of a high pass to daly now Connick spreading it out connor Fitzgerald, lovely flick pass out to kilgallen he's got an opportunity to go for the corner
0: it's, it's half time here in Bremen. The reason you hear people clapping is poor Gavin Thornbury's been stretched off the field just on half time. He's got his leg strapped as though it might be a leg injury, but it looks it doesn't look too good. And we also had Paul Boyle taken off the field with uh, his shoulder in his jersey with a strapping. But let's get back to the actual game. Connacht are leading
1: 21 3,
0: but they probably should be 42 3 up at this stage.
1: Yeah, should have the bonus point by now. Um... <laughs> it's just our game. There's a, there's a couple of outlets up here behind us, and they're going, they're doing, their are not in. Uh, you can see why this is the first place that um, you know declared declared uh, freedom from the from the Germans <laughs> in, the, in 1940 40 odd because they're um, they're angry. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, kind of they're doing enough now at the minute. They're, uh, you know, the three tries ahead, but they cannot sit back. Um, should be four try. guilt edged opportunity there. Um you know, they lost the ball off the back of a of a ruck. Um crim, criminal stuff. But they're kinda of doing a lot of great lot of great great play as well. Um Jeremy Kilgallen scores another amazing yeah. try. Yeah. Um and uh Adam Byrne has really got, got into the game today. He looks he looks really confident. Love to see him getting on a on a short ball. Should yeah. be a bit of space opening up. Um Well there should be space opening up because they were down to 13 men at one stage, and Connick didn't look
0: as though they wanted to play against 13 men because they tried to kick it the ball away. Abram Papalihi, yet again, has a red card. Now, Ratuva went off with a yellow card, and I thought Ratuva's hit on Hawkshaw, Hawkshaw was a lot worse than the the hit that um, Papalihi did on Hurley Langton. What, what was your thoughts on it? Uh,
1: I don't know. They're both chronic. I mean... They- <laughs> I, even, I thought TT's one was borderline on uh, Paul Boyle as well, to be honest, which I actually didn't think it was borderline, I thought it was a penalty but um, I just I can't, can't get over what's happening here, no wonder they're at the bottom of the top 14, uh, everybody's angry, <laughs> everyone Well, there seemed to be like
0: that last sort of 10 minutes there they actually tried to play a little bit of rugby and it looked as though they all wanted to play for the first time in the first 25 minutes it looked as though there was three of their players who wanted to play and the rest of them were just running around and Connock were making such hard work of it I I just like Connock got the ball three times when Breve were down to 13 men and kicked it every time like why weren't they running the ball? I, I, I once they did a four-on-one overlap, and they kicked the ball away. I don't, I don't know. There's something different about the Connacht attack this year. That's very disappointing.
1: Yeah, I, 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 I get, I get this. Um, I don't know. I don't know. They, I don't know why they're why they are kicking it. I thought they should stress them a bit more. Um, I think maybe the crowd, albeit it's only there's only four k here or something. Um, and gotten into the refs' heads, gotten into their own heads. It's just if if they just play the phases, I think they'll be fine. Yeah. But um just you know and, and, and drag them around the pace because uh, the black smoke will be coming out of TT in a few minutes because he's um, he's not gonna last the pace.
0: No, no I don't think so. There's just so many strange things in this half. Hopefully we'll get a better game of rugby in the second half and we'll talk to you again at full time with a bit of luck. Connacht will have a bonus point win
4: and they've won that and they're starting to drive it forward and they're walking it forwards. they were very patient in the first half taking their scores but the try is in Shane Delahunt at the back of that OK it's full time here in Breve Connacht have
0: got the bonus point win with a 31-24 victory in the end but wasn't the performance in the second half we might have hoped for because it looked like Breve were going to come back and snatch that
1: Niall Yeah the have deserved it as well uh, it was really bad poor for performance uh, the second half for 38 minutes of it anyway um, just uh, we weren't protecting the ball at all uh, it was just bizarre 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 game bizarre game uh, I'm, I'm struggling to put into words what I, th- what I, what I thought of it um, my biggest issue and it, I got really
0: frustrated with it of got their bonus point let it try in which is a bit silly came back down the field had an opportunity kicked to the corner and kicked over the post and, and brief took that as wow these guys don't think they can score a try against us anymore and then young young Rafi the young 18 year old was fantastic when he came on the field but yeah that was pretty disappointing from a conic perspective and it's amazing to say that considering we got a bonus point win
1: yeah, absolutely uh, I, don't, I don't know what It's just don't know what to say the, he, he was fantastic When he came on Alright But Ushing in Had a fantastic game I suppose it bears yeah. Pick the positives Ushing Dolan Had a fantastic game it was great to see The two Marais, um Carve up the, the pitch um, Really disappointed With other aspects Of the play But hey, you know It's a bonus point to win Isn't it? And yes. that's The most you could have Hoped for Here So yeah. yeah, let's leave it at that You know Lad's got Lad's got game time your lads are going to get kicked in the air, so let's say, and um, probably well deserved. So, yeah, yeah, you know what? It's minus two, <laughs> I'm frozen,
0: and I think we will finish this conversation tomorrow in the airport when we're having a nice cup of coffee at eight o'clock in the morning, and um, we can finish this conversation. But now, let's go to the post match audio,
4: Andy. Um, are Connacht. <laughs> We're going to get a win, where they just make it nice and easy when they're cruising along, and suddenly uh, brave come back into it, and that got pretty squeaky at the end. But it's it's five points.
5: Yeah, um, welcome to French rugby, and um, and we just said that we went up. Uh, what was it, twenty-eight ten at uh, one stage, and and then to thirty-one ten, and the game should be dead there, down to fourteen men. Um, but we gave away some silly penalties and we got them back in the game but at the end of the day we come away with five points uh, which is job done and move on to next week At times out there Connick were playing very well the, the forwards seemed to get
4: a lot of domination they were winning a lot of turnovers um, and that gave them a lot of go forward ball um, and the backs then got involved with three really decent tries in the first half they, they seized that opportunity
5: Yeah I was really happy with that forward pack I thought uh, some of the performances of our back row in particular were outstanding. I thought Seamus Hurley, langdon Oshin Dowling, uh, young Darren Murray um, did a great job. But the whole forward pack, you know, big compliment to our line-out. That's, a, that's a, an opposition that is stealing more ball than anybody in, uh, in top 14 rugby. Um, we, we had a couple of line-out turnovers, but it was our doing, a not straight, uh, you know, sloppy... Sloppy delivery off the top. I don't think they stole any of ours. So really clever from from our lineout callers, Diebold, Uh Senecal, our, our coach Gav Thornbury calling, Noam Murray calling. I thought they were sensational in that area. Um, but yeah, listen, there was a lot of really good stuff out there, uh, but a bit too tight at the end. Well, it made it
4: exciting. It was it was a bit of a harem scare 'em game. The red card. Abraham Papalehe again. I mean, we knew what happened with with it happened to him at Connacht. Uh, there might have been one later on as well, uh, which might have been a worse situation. Um, do you think you did you play well enough against fourteen men in the second half, or did they up their game because they were down to fourteen?
5: Um, listen, I think we we played well enough. We've, we've got the win. We've come over to France uh, against their strongest team. Um, and, and we've got a five-point or you know, bonus-point win, uh, we definitely could have been better. Um, but as you also know, we, we, we had a lot of frontline players rested there tonight as well. So for, for a lot of those fellas to come here, to have, for most of them, their first experience in, in, uh, in France, away venue, crowd getting behind them, crowd getting upset with the referee, um, you know, to come away with that win's a good win for us.
4: Peter Dooley, very impressive, uh, showing us maybe how much he can do offloading the ball, good with his hands, uh, Sam Elo making a start you 've already said Dara Moray, I mean this is a tough place to blood them, well, not Peter Dooley, but the other players
5: yeah, um, yeah, Dara getting his first start, Sammy getting his first start uh, Fitzy hasn 't had many starts at fullback, um, we had a lot of a lot of newness out there, if you like, so uh, we had Kira Marmion, who had been crook all day and we managed to get him to half-time. I thought Colin Riley did extremely well when he came on there in the second half. So, yeah, lots of, lots of newer faces. Um, Kieran Booth, after Paul Boyle went off, you lose your captain after 20 minutes. That's tough. But Booth, he comes on and has 60 really good minutes at rugby, and that's the first time. Oh, it's the second time he's had, had minutes this year, so I thought he did well. So, again, the, the depth of the squad continues to build. Uh, we'll wait and see how Paul Boyle and, and uh, Gav Thornbury are, but both didn't look too good, to be honest with you.
4: Yeah, that 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 is a worry. Obviously, the uh, the, the injuries uh, to them.
5: Kieran Marmion was—is that illness? Yeah, he was just crook all day. He's in bed all day, but that shows you his toughness. He uh, he insisted that he wanted to play, so we gave him forty minutes. You could probably see after about twenty minutes he was looking for his other lung. But uh, he, listen, he got through forty and. Um, I, I thought Colin Raleigh came on and really picked the pace of the game up.
4: David, it's a tough place to come and win, get a bonus point, they came back at you uh, what was the atmosphere like out there because the crowd it was pretty frenetic, there was a lot of noise coming from a very small crowd and it really it's a different atmosphere in
3: France Yeah, no 100% um, I think a few of us got a bit of a taste of it in pre-season when we went over to play cast um, and there was a good atmosphere at it and we came around on a kind of tough side the to draw with it uh, with the results so we kind of saw what it was like uh, well anyway I got a glimpse of what it was like when they're, in your, when they're in when the team's going well um, and you could see last night you know when we were on top of them we were doing well but it just shows these French teams especially in France that you give them a glimpse and everything just turns so quickly so I think it's a good learning for us all kind of going forward and you know when we're in and hopefully when we're in France again that we just you know, we kind of limit those opportunities for, for teams when we're on top. So, um, yeah, it's a good learning. But again, as you said, coming away with a bonus point, um, you know, I think it's something to be really happy with, especially going into the Interpros in the next two weeks.
4: Yeah, I mean, that's the focus now Ulster next Friday night and then Le- Leinster on New Year's Day. So it's sort of, you know, Europe is gone and it's back again mid January. But now you've got to get ready for that. It's, uh, it's really time of the season when games just keep coming one after the other
3: yeah it is and they're they're kind of these are the games that you want to be involved in and I think you know these next two three weeks and going into back into Europe then is it's huge you know like every week is a big week this uh, going forward so um you know it is really uh really cup rugby in a good way that uh you know everyone's looking forward to it you know like what more do you want to do around christmas time and um there'll definitely be an excitement building from from monday so um yeah it's it's a great you know there's there's no other ways to talk about it than that
4: and yourself how would you you've had two starts now at out half how did that go for you did you, did you feel overall it's uh, you've come out on the plus side uh
3: yeah no anytime you get a you know Two starts in, in in out half it's you definitely come away from it better, um, you know it's such a such a funny position in a way, so um yeah, I was delighted to get you know two starts in a row there, and um you know obviously played a bit more at twelve the last little while, but just to kind of get that you know get the feeling back at ten was brilliant um, so yeah, just kind of happy to have put my kind of my hand up wherever wherever i 'm needed, so
4: David, thank you for your time.
3: Cheers, thank you very much.
0: OK, we're back, folks. We were uh, It was just a grinding of some coffee you heard there as we were, we were in Enfield. Um, we tried to do this recording in the car with Lindley and, and Paki, but, uh, yeah, the car was making too much noise, so I'm just here with William, and we're on the recorder. That was saved by the two Kierans, Kieran from Offaly and Kieran from Paris, who saved this recorder because I left it behind me in the bedroom in our hotel in Paris. Uh, so thanks to the guys for that. We're going to finish off the pod with our thoughts on how you know, we've had a night's sleep and a, a trip on the plane and a chat to one or two people as we toddle along in the airport. What we toddled last night, um, I think we're basically saying, yeah, if we were given that beforehand, William, you'd take it without the
4: injuries. Yeah, you would take it. You'd take a win in France and you'd take a bonus point. That's what they came to get and they got it. Um, once again, it's another slightly incomplete performance by Connacht. There was bits of that were really, really top class. And there was bits that weren't. Uh, brief should never have be been let back into the game. And I think um, that would be the message that maybe Connacht will be given at the uh, review on Monday. That mm. they had them and they let them back in. Uh,
0: just yeah, were, I think part of it was, and I think we, we mentioned it in commentary, it, it didn't seem as though there was a lot of leadership out there. But then we couldn't, we couldn't identify who the captain was, and it it,
4: it did seem as though the players weren't quite sure either. Yeah, um, it's, it's tricky when you lose both captains to injury because Gavin Thornbury had taken over, and then he went off, and there wasn't a lot of maybe experience, and you know, but they they got the bonus point. Um, Early in the second half, which maybe wasn't a good thing. Yeah. Uh, because they didn't know quite then whether to stick or twist. Mm. Um, but the injuries are a big concern. Um, I thought Brever were a disgrace mm. last night. I thought there was a level of... Uh, brutality there that wasn't required. It was hitting for the sake of hitting. It was it was like an old style. It was like we're back twenty years ago when you used to come to France twenty years ago and they tried to soften you up, especially when you came and started so well because Connick did start incredibly well. Yeah, but that's gone out of rugby, Alan. And I think the referee made a brave decision to send uh, uh, Papalihi off. Um, Maybe that could have been a yellow, although apparently when it's looked at again, it couldn't have been. But Ratuva could have been sent off for... Should have been. Should have been. I thought it. Ratuva was far worse than from what we saw of he's one. Yeah. Because uh, uh, the screen, what, the screen and then, quality wasn't quite what we would have liked. But, no, you know. and then TT um, Tuamaga is an ex-Connock player. And he's heavily involved in, in both incidents that have left Paul Boyle and uh, Gavin Thornbury with... Serious injuries, they still have to be fully assessed. But it's a shoulder injury for Paul Boyle, um, and for Gavin Thornbury, it's an issue with his kneecap. Yeah, Early prognosis
0: is not good We're hoping that once they get a full assessment the, might, the, the, the prognosis
4: might improve But it's not really good at the moment You don't want to lose players of that quality at all But this is potentially this is going to be a, a longer time frame in this mm. um, Both have been playing exceptionally well Yeah, But to go back to brief, uh, they They got more out of that game than they deserved yeah. their their attitude was uh, lamentable. I thought at times in the first half, St- moving away from the issue of the thuggery, just their whole setup. Mm. Sanchez at out half did not want to be there. Mm. Uh, his contribution to the game was a penalty kick. Yeah. Their a home crowd, a very small home crowd. Yeah, yes, they were vociferous at the referee, but they were also vociferous at their own players. And there were some very irate fans uh, yeah. in the commentary. We saw them standing up and they were yeah. gesticulating. And it it was directed at their own team. It was. It was. And and, I, it's, and it's interesting that you have to talk so much about the team that's lost. But that puts a context on the game. Yeah. This was an inexperienced... It, it was a young Connacht kind of side. It was, you had players making their first starts. Mm. They did fine. Dara Murray looks a natural player. Yes. Sam Elo gets around. Yeah. Like most props, he seems to me to be a quick learner. Mm. Uh, He did well in the scrum. He was good in the breakdown areas. Not perfect, but... There's the feeling that you have now with Connacht, the forward pack are going well, the backs are still a bit of a, a work in progress, yeah, very much so um, but the forward units you've got players like uh, players like Ocean Dowling changing position playing first time for six for Connacht. he had an immense game Seamus Hurley Langton had an immense game yeah. Paul Boyle was having one then uh, Seamus Hurley Langton went to eight at times yeah. And, and looked as though
0: he was a natural at eight. He really did. Like he, he was making great ground. He was picking the ball off to the back of the scrums beautifully. The scrums went well. The lineouts were almost perfect. And that's against one of the best
4: defensive lineouts in France. Yeah, there is a lot to like there. They've talked for a long time about getting a pool of players. The fact that they've lost two of them now for what I feel will be a, a, matter, a period of a number of weeks. This don't, yeah. isn't going to fix quickly. Mm. Um, We'll test that again, but that's what you need. Yeah. The backs, maybe not so sure. It's just not quite happening. And having said that, the two wingers were
0: superb. And uh, Adam Byrne is really growing into playing rugby again, and, and looked really hungry and looked really up for it. And if Kieran had seen where he was when Kieran Marmion was making a break, and, and by the way, Kieran was taken off at halftime because he'd been ill. All day, and he was wearing a mask on the plane, so he's still struggling. Uh, so he did very well to to keep himself going at that stage. Um, we'd seen Adam Byrne; he was running a beautiful line behind him and could have popped it to him. And then Kilgallen took his try fantastically well. And they look they look serious operators to
4: bear them. Yeah, they do. I mean, Adam Byrne was taken off after 48 minutes. They are not rushing this guy. Mm-hmm. I think the, the 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 inference was that when he came down, he was badly knocked about. And they needed to get him right, and they took their time. They didn't force him, they didn't push him. Mm. That's a clever decision, which could play huge rewards in a few weeks' time. Mm. Uh, I stood beside him today. I'm very short, as people will know. And I thought, wow, he looks, he could play in the back row. Well, himself, on Wednesdays before, in the warm-up, they were, himself and Kilgallen
0: started to have a chat together. I'm looking at him going that's that 's a second row pairing i 'm looking at there, not a
4: pair of wingers there they 're two very, very big men, but my God, can they move yeah, they can shift and they 've got the physicality Byrne had a lovely little kick
0: through oh yeah and, and yes, he sees he can read the game really well he, he seems to be able to see things he defends incredibly well um, I think that there 's a big thing there we just need to we need to figure out the midfield the midfields we haven 't quite got the, the the, what's the word I'm looking for here, um, chemistry. We haven't quite got the chemistry right in the midfield, so 10, 12, 13. We're just, I think they're still playing around trying to figure that out. And once they get that right, we could be, we could be an incredibly dangerous team because the pack are just so so
4: good Yeah, the amount of ball that was stolen last night you won't won't do that against most teams that shows how poor Breve were but it's still a skill to do it and and use it and and just keep the pressure on and I'm going to bore everybody again now by saying my old line, winning fixes so much, it gives confidence and you find ways to do things that you don't do when you're losing Breve haven't won a game of rugby since September I think could be, yeah. And certainly early October if it is isn't September and it's
0: a long time and you could see it. Like, I don't think I've ever been at a game where the home team were so slow off the marks. Like, actually, they finished the game the way I thought they were going to start the game. Um, inspired by their 18-year-old out-half who I thought, looked, ah, if he can stay fit and nobody gets at him too early, he could be a playing for
4: France in a very short period of time. I thought he was incredible. Yeah, he was. And... Um... Yes, um, Rafi came on about half. Sanga was the replacement scrum half. They were a joy to watch.
3: And we have to,
4: when you're watching rugby, you have to see what the opposition's had as well. Uh, I hope they come and go to Galway. I think Connacht will get five points in Galway pretty easily. But I hope they come and get an opportunity to show what they can do because there was a. Real bit of class to that, mm. and that did change the way the game went. Yeah, um, I'm not saying if they come on earlier, it would have made a lot of difference. I think Connacht, if they'd really had to, could probably have lifted it up again, but they didn't quite get back to the right pitch. And then they were, and that that would be the slight worry about when Breve come
0: here. We're already talking about we're going to get five points. You really you still have to win the games, you still have to have the right attitude, you still have to go out with the right attitude because Connacht dropped four or five percent,
4: and Breve. And they almost got to the point where they were drawn that game. They won't even get to that level in Galway, and they will probably fly in on the day to Shannon, jump on a bus, drive up on the bus, have a bit of lunch, play the game, get back in the bus, go back to Shannon, and fly home. And it'll just be a fixture for them. Mm. Um, that's what I'm calling. Listen, if that if that goes wrong, uh, you're feel free to. Uh,
0: well, well we'll know about the team they pick. We'll yes. know we'll have a look because that was that was almost as strong a team as they could pick last night. Certainly their backs that back line was more or less their first choice back
4: line. I'm yeah. pretty close to it. Well it certainly wasn't it certainly didn't work. There's an undersell with Connacht sometimes and we're as guilty of doing that. But I you know, I base comments on what I'm on what I'm seeing and results. Mm. So I'm back to this thing about winning again. Yeah. Uh, going to France is never easy. It should have been a lot easier. That's the yeah. thing that Connacht have to bear in mind. They should have put 50 points on them. Yeah, and the stats back it up. Four tries from 14 entries. It's not good enough. No, nope. that's uh, barely uh, 33 30%. That's poor. And that shows that the backs aren't gelling. Mm. And they need to fix that because the likes of Ulster and Leinster uh, will not give you 14 opportunities. No. Uh, to get into their 22, and you have to be more clinical. There is a slight concern as well. The forwards are inclined to hold on to that ball a bit, mm-hmm. and I, I think there needs to be. I, I think maybe the forwards are thinking, well, "We're not sure if we trust these guys, so we'll keep it and we'll keep it and we will keep it." And then they made some errors. They yeah, made, exactly. and, and and the errors are more decision errors. Yes. They're not. They're not errors of. Uh, yeah, there's the odd one where somebody knocks it on and they drop the ball, but it's actually making the right decision. Yeah. Uh, we've tried three, let's move it. Let's yeah. move it left. It, it's just that isn't coming naturally to them yet. It seems as if they have to think yes. for that extra little play to get it done. But I think that's coming, because I think if you, look at, if you look at our basics
0: now, the scrum is as solid as a rock. The lineup was fantastic last night. The speed of ball we were getting from the the, the the rooks were was incredible and I thought so they are going okay yes we might say the brief weren't up to it but you still have to do it you still have to be hitting it the right way and at the right the right angles and they were doing mm-hmm. an awful lot of that and they're getting better and better and better and then as I say we're looking at we just need to get that chemistry right in the midfield and I think once they get that it could be quite dangerous because Ulster is going to be a massive test depending on how they get on today when they're matching Dublin that <laughs> they've had to move through to the weather um
4: because they could be coming to us on three, three huge, three huge defeats. Yeah, and coming down with Europe, another busted flush for them. Um, I think the last team you'd want to play away from your home ground uh, in front of nobody is the European champions. Yeah. Uh, and I think La Rochelle will be a hard. We, we, you'll know the result by the time the podcast goes out. But Ulster coming here with three defeats is. Uh, it's a tricky one but Connacht's got to look at that as an opportunity it's a home game it's, it's that the sports going next Friday night they've got to say that if they want to be competitive in the URC and they want to get involved in playoffs in the URC they got to win that game yeah you've got to win your home absolutely. games they have two vital games then in January well there's three home games in January they've got brief I've already awarded them that one but they have the Sharks and they have the Lions coming. Mm. They're must-wins. The Connacht have got to win every home game now. And they've got to throw in some away wins as well. And they are winning and they're finding a way to win, but at some stage in a game, you won't just do it by... uh, Having won the previous game, we want to see a little bit more. The, the possession is quite good; mm. to very good. Yeah, um, and they just got to get a bit sharper. I have a suspicion that Tom Farrell is a key man in that, yeah. in the centre. Mm. Um, and I'd like, to, you know, Mac Hansen when they if he's there, use him. Get, yeah, get the, create a bit of chaos, um, and then you've got Adam Bourne and or Germaine Kilgallen
0: massive weapons that's two yeah. tries and two orge, games orge,
4: or John Porch and your Porch as well all or Byron Ralston pro- I mean the, 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 there are people there who can feed off that Yeah. so the challenge is to keep getting better They, if they take a backward step next week against Ulster by not winning yeah, then it's going to be really tricky to see how you get the number of wins they need they can still do it yeah. but you'll have less wriggle room Yeah. So The only
0: thing is that other teams are beating... Everyone's beating everybody else still. There seems to be... There's the top five or the top six, and then it's the seventh and eighth are all fighting amongst each other From seventh down to... Twelve. Twelve, maybe 13, yeah. are all very, very close together. So there's
4: still is an element of that, but I agree with you. I think they have to win next week. Yeah, I, I think, I, I think that's that's it important. will be a statement win yeah. as well. And I think uh, then that sets them up to go to Leinster and... Have a free I, go. Yeah, I, and I don't. Yeah, and that's not just the Asher. We're not going to win, so we'll give it a go. Actually, go and see if they can put some pressure on Leinster. Yeah. Uh, and they may not come out on the right side of it. But, they, but there's no pressure on. Them. There's no pressure. The pressure will be. The pressure is actually on Leinster because Leinster's set this standard mm. um, of just winning and not <laughs> losing. Yeah. And you know, they. I think deep down, they always are a little bit nervous of Connacht. Yeah. Uh, and you know they admitted when I was talking to um, James Ryan a few weeks ago they were thrilled to get that 10-0 win Yeah, uh, and that's well, the hardest game they've had all season well if 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 that Caelan uh, Dorris doesn't grab Caelan
0: Blade's arm as he's coming in and Caelan Dorris does come from an offside position because I've been back to look at it and he wasn't part of the ruck, so he was offside but Matt Hansen was true it was 7-0 at the time so the ball gets turned over they get a penalty it goes 10-0 that, that's, that's a 10
4: point turnaround yeah, you know, it and, um, and you've got to hold on to things like that but they, there's definitely the forwards look a really solid unit they've got to keep pushing on yeah. uh, and be patient be patient wait for the backs Wait. You know, just keep that patience
0: keep working keep, keep putting the pressure on the opposition and keep going okay I'll tell you what let's, let's leave that there we've got a big game coming up next week William we're going to have Lindley on the midweek podcast we'll do that on Wednesday and that is for our patrons so if you want to support the podcast we've got our podcast on patreon.com slash Rugby, where we do a midweek review and preview of the next game we also get an interview with the coaches after they've picked the teams and we've got other bits and pieces some more audio that we William got in South Africa we've just been doing some work on that over the weekend uh, some cracking interviews with, with um, guys like Jack Anger who, and a whole scrummaging for anybody who loves scrummaging there's a good in-depth one just about scrummaging between Jack and, and William which was a really enjoyable listen so we've got plenty there for our patrons and um, We have some craggy hats that we have now uh, beanies that are now available limited supply so Mm -hmm. if you want to get involved go to patreon.com slash craggyrubby and support us Okay, so don't forget to join us next week after we've taken on Ulster on Friday night in the Sports Ground
3: Loose, Cut it loose Break out or nothing changes Sad and confused Don't wait until